After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Welcome to another edition of Dangle Bet Selly, powered by FTN Bets, right here on Game Plus Network, also live on our FTN Network YouTube page. See some people hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Happy Tuesday. Hopefully, you have a fantastic day. If you have any hockey questions at all, maybe you have some NFL questions, as we do know the divisional matchups in the NFL. Chris Meany and Eric Young here hanging out with you. All lines today. On the eight-game NHL slate presented by PointsBet Canada. We're happy to be part of the PointsBet family as well. EY, what's going on? We're in your Preds jersey. Big Nashville W last night. Back-to-back. You and Troy may have to have a little side wager on the go here as the Blue Jackets are in action with your Predators. Yeah, uh, you know, Preds looked pretty good last night versus Calgary. Um, Markstrom, you know, he's... I guess rounding back into form. He's not the same player as he was last year, but uh, they look pretty good. Uh, second period was pretty back and forth, but they dominated most of the first and the third period. Happy about that. Wearing my uh, Mike Fisher, Ooh, Mike assistant Fisher, nice. captain jersey from a few years back. Uh, yeah. Buddy of mine, Mrs. Uh, Mr. Carrie Underwood. I don't yeah, know. Can yeah. you say that? I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, but I think you can. Okay. Awesome guy uh lives about 15 minutes from me anyways yeah uh we, we got a, a a bunch of pretty interesting games here tonight we do yeah we have eight games on the schedule we have a couple canadian teams in action we have the kraken and uh, the edmonton oilers and all canadian matchup we have the winnipeg jets and the montreal canadians and all canadian matchup and then the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Florida Panthers, and those two teams get together, usually some fireworks as well. So we will roll through the matchups as we usually do, call some goals, some shot props, and thing, things like that. Bear with me today. I am running the show. Oh, goodness. What could go wrong? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing can go wrong. Oh. I'm going to take um, some of the comments in here and say what up to everyone here. Troy's in the house, halfway to Bedard. What's what are we looking at here? Blue Jack is 13, 28, and 2. My goodness. 28. Let's increase those odds tonight, Troy. Go ahead and take Oof. the take the L. Oof. Blackhawks got 26 points. The Ducks got 29 points. The Coyotes have 31 points. And the Montreal Canadiens have 39 points. Um, they are three and seven in their last 10. Halfway there. Halfway there, Troy. What do we got here? Adam Rankip in the house. What's up, boys? What's going on, Adam? We welcome you all the time. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers heating up. I guess so. <laughs> I think um, right off the hop, Nikolai Ehlers was uh, was heating up. This is a guy drafting in a bunch of spots. He drafted him in the high stakes leagues, and there's no IR spot, so I had to cut him like weeks and weeks and weeks ago, and then he was picked up for like two bucks, and it just pained me. But Nikolai Ehlers, and we're going to get to the Jets game in just a little bit, but he's played one, two, three, four, five, six games since returning to the lineup. He has three goals, five, six, seven, eight, nine points, 24 shots on goal, a couple power play points, two games with five shots, at least three games with three shots. He's really good. He's really good, and he's probably going to find the back of the net tonight. Good morning, Troy. Uh, sticking with the Jets, Adam has a crazy stat. Kyle Connor is 0-12 in his last 12 games on the road at 3.5 shots. Connor hasn't been the same shot props. I've hardly went to him this year. He's he's scored goals for us lately. Like his season 
off to a slow start. We talked about him as like a, a significant yeah. buy low candidate in fantasy hockey. And we started to see some of the numbers really turn his way. And I thought it was when the Jets, you know, put him back with Pierre-Luc Dubois. And now Nikolai Ehlers is playing up there. I, I'm not totally into the three and a half shots. I'd probably lean Ehlers, but actually I'd probably lean Dubois if I'm picking one of the three. Dubois came up for us big uh, in the last game, plus money at six shots, I think. Tony D'Angelo and Avon Provorov are Adam's two favorite targets tonight against the leaky Anaheim Ducks. The second half of the back-to-back for Anaheim. Man, Pittsburgh, it is some struggles with the Penguins. They found a way to to get it done last night. They won in overtime, but the the Ducks are, uh, if you're just new to the show, we reference uh, five and five per 60 numbers, according to Natural Statric, and the Ducks over the last six weeks of the season, number one in shot attempts allowed, shots, high danger chances, scoring chances, expected goals against. Gibson played last night, only allowed four, but uh, had allowed six, at least six in his three previous games before last night uh anaheim really really struggling imagine if they didn't have an and gibson because he's a good goalie but the guy faces like legit high danger every night man yeah still still a good goalie you know you hear uh, i listen to a ton of podcasts and, and you listen to these goalie specialists saying like gibson does everything right uh he's still a very very high-end goalie but the reality is is the anaheim ducks are just not good just not good. Is Dallas Eakins a bad coach? Yeah, I'm not really sold on him. I don't really think they have the yeah, the personnel at the NHL yeah. level anywhere. Yeah. I know. I don't think they have the personnel. Like they're pretty right. Pretty yeah, young. they're pretty weak, right? But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe, we maybe. maybe we see a change next year. Maybe we see a change next year. New blood, especially if they get Connor Bedard, right? Then they have like. Bedard and Zegers and Terry and McTavish. That's some like interesting, interesting players. Let's get a nice little four. Really good young squad. But I mean, I don't think the, it, it, it's just structurally like it just, when I watch and that I don't pretend to know X's and O's like some people do, but like when I watch it, structurally, they just look like they're just not interested in playing defense. Like there's no pressure from them. Like if you watch a game, watch a game with the Tampa Bay lightning. Like there's always a a Tampa Bay player within two to three feet of the puck at all times. You watch the Anaheim ducks. I mean, there's not an Anaheim duck within five or six feet of any player that has the puck most of the time, especially in the defensive zone. It's, it's, it's hard to watch, man. It's, it's not good. It's not good. No, it's not. Um, And also just taking a look again, and we're going to get into the games here in a moment. We only have eight, so I think we can get through all this on Game Plus Network. We have some Stanley Cup odds, too. Maybe we're, maybe we're pushing it. Uh, just looking at the Ducks over the last six weeks. So I mentioned the like shot attempt, scoring chances, expected goals, all really high. There's a significant gap between Team 1 and Team 2. Team 2 is your Preds. It just goes to show the run that they've been on, actually, over the last six weeks. UC Saros is a big part of that run. Like 71.17 shot attempts allowed at 5 and 5 per 60 over the last six weeks. Number two is Nashville at 64. So it's a pretty big gap. Columbus three, Montreal four, Chicago five. That's shot attempts. Shots allowed at 5 and 5 per 60. Anaheim one. That's 39.88. And then Nashville two at 34. So again, a pretty big gap. Habs three, Blue Jackets four. The Penguins are five. Uh, The Blackhawks are six and the Panthers are there at seven. Goals against Anaheim number one, Ducks, Sharks, Blackhawks, Sens are in there. Expected goals against at five and five per 60. Anaheim one, Montreal two, Vancouver three, Nashville again four. But that's just expected goals against because uh, UC Saros is stopping them uh, because there's a huge difference here between the goals against and the expected goals against. 1.89 goals against per 60 at five and five. If you look at that overall, over the last six weeks of the season, that's that's the fifth best mark in the league. Minnesota, New York, the Rangers, the Stars, the Hurricanes, the Preds, and the Bruins. Those are all the stingiest teams allowing goals of five and five. But on the flip side, the expected goals against Nashville is number four. So really getting a lot from UC Soros because yep. the same thing applies in high danger chances and scoring chances against as well. Nashville, Habs, Columbus, Anaheim, all up there near the top. Let's get into uh, the Stanley Cup odds here. January 17th, Tuesday, January 17th, all-star game here soon. We're at the halfway point, right? We're at the midway point 
Uh, you look at the NHL standings, 42, 43, 44 games. We're just past it for, for the most part. Here's the odds. According to DraftKings, use the prop shop to get the best possible odds over at ftmbets.com. Up at the top, you'll see a prop shop tab top left. It's like Google search. Type in, for example, I will type in the Edmonton Oilers. And I will see all the Stanley Cup uh, odds there. DraftKings, as you see on the board, 25 to 1. Caesars, 25 to 1. Points bet, 22. Bet MGM, 20. Bet Rivers, 23. So, obviously, we're going to take the 25 and not the 22. Just save here a little bit of time. You can use it for props. You can use it for teams. You can use it for futures. You can use it for all kinds of goodness. For the iTunes and Spotify listeners, I'll read it off for you guys. Boston Bruins, 5-1. to one. The Avs, 6-1. to one. The Hurricanes, 8-1. to one. The Golden Knights, 9-1. to one. The Toronto Maple Leafs are 10-1. to one. The Tampa Bay Lightning, 14-1. to one. The New York Rangers, 16-1, to one, as well as the New Jersey Devils and the Dallas Stars, all at 16-1. to one. The Minnesota Wild checking in at 18-1. to one. The Calgary Flames at 18-1. to one. The Pittsburgh Penguins at 20-1. to one. As mentioned, the Edmonton Oilers, Oil Country, 25 to 1. The Winnipeg Jets, 30 to 1. The LA Kings at 35 to 1. Uh, after that, it does get, uh, we're looking at longer shots here. You want to know your Preds, EY? Your Preds are sitting there at 60 to 1. The Florida Panthers are at 35 to 1. The Washington Capitals and the Seattle Kraken, ladies and gentlemen, at 40 to 1. The Kraken may be worth a little bit of a sprinkle. Uh, they did lose last night. Their seven-game road, road trip was very successful. They set an NHL record for a 7-0 road trip, and they've only been in the league for two years. We were on them last night over at FTMBets.com. We were on the Tampa Bay Lightning, that is. You know how it is for me. A long road trip, come back home, play a team like Tampa. Uh, I was on the Bolts at minus 130. But the Kraken may add at the deadline. They're not on this list, but 40-1. to 1. Don't think they have the goaltending. But when you're looking at this list, Eric, what do you think, man? Um, it doesn't. We don't need to find value. If you like the Bruins to win the cup, you like the Bruins to win the cup. I mean, five to one is not bad, actually. The way that they're playing hockey and as deep as this team is, what do you like on this board? Yeah, I mean, Boston. Obviously, you look at their record. You look at the players they have. You look at goaltending. Like, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Boston wins the Stanley Cup. Uh, and, and like you said, plus five hundred. I mean. Like comparing it to the LA Kings at plus thirty five hundred, yes. But who do you believe is most likely to win the Stanley Cup? I mean, I don't. I think nine out of ten people would say the Boston Bruins. Uh, I think that the Dallas Stars are very interesting at sixteen hundred um, because of the team. Robertson Sagan looks like he's Sagan again. Jamie Ben is playing really well. Pavelski is, is still an awesome player. They they've got a really good solid defense core and Jay Gottinger went on a rip in the playoffs. He does that again. Like there's no reason they couldn't win the, the Stanley cup Maple Leafs at plus a thousand. Like, okay. People are going to say you're a homer. You're this and that. But I mean, like if it doesn't happen this year, when is it going to happen? I, I understand they have to get out of the first round, but it, it very likely to happen. And the Rangers is, is also uh, – that's a team I bet on at the start of the year to win. Um, and I, I still think that they have a possibility to do that. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago we debated between the Rangers and the Devils, and we both agreed that the Rangers, like learning how to lose before you learn how to win. The Devils are very young. Uh, nice to see what they've done this season. They're taking a step forward. They have a lot of kids. They could make some noise at the deadline. But I like the Rangers. I think they're more sound. They're more complete. They got the better goaltending. They went through a nice run last year. They almost beat the Bolts. I think that they could add as well. It, it will be about the deadline. And when the trade deadline happens, we could see some teams, you know, really bolster their offense. We could see we could see the, the Leafs actually add another piece, you know, uh, inside their top six. But I'd like to see them add a, a defenseman. You can never count out the Lightning. They seem to win trade they, they always win the trade deadline here. You go back, Hagel, yeah. Blake Coleman, like Barclay Goudreau. There's like numerous guys that come to my mind with their lightning, just like hang up the phone when they call you because you're going to get fleeced. Um, I really like the Dallas Stars call at 16-1 to 1 just because of Jake Ottinger, what you said. He was his coming out party last year against the Flames. And I think that they're a team that could add as well. I'd like to see them add some more firepower. Yes, Jamie Benn's having a great season. Tyler Sagan's got points in all four games since he's been placed on that top line with Rupe Hintz out of the lineup. He's been great, uh, but I'd like to see them add maybe something else offensively. I don't really believe in much on the bottom right. The Penguins don't do it for me. The Oilers just don't really feel like the goaltending is there, although Jake Campbell 
has got that net back and he's not as bad as the first two months of the season. I think he can go on a little bit of a run, make sure he's owned in your fantasy hockey leagues. The Kings, the Kings are one of those teams. I, I feel like the Kings Interesting. play really good five and five. I'm not completely sold in their defense, but I really like their forwards and the jets, I think have a lot to offer as well. I mean, they got Connor Hellebuck. If they could add defensively, maybe somebody in their, I don't know that they could put inside their top four, somebody that can kill some penalties for them. Their top six is loaded offensively. Josh Norsey's having a Josh Morrissey. I keep calling him Josh Norsey because I see it on Twitter, Twitter all the time. Josh, <laughs> Josh Norsey. He is having a Norris like season and he's going to be in the running as well. Let, let us know who you guys like um, in the comment section, Adam rank camp. Still think Carolina gets a piece of the deadline, goes on a run. Eight and one wouldn't be bad after their odds. Yeah, eight and one wouldn't be bad. Uh, I, I think they could add as well. I mean, Max Patretti, if he can stay healthy, he re- really will give them something. Jonathan Quick has been bad this year, numbers-wise. He's been awful, right? And that's why we're a little bit unsold on uh, the Kings and Copley in there, and he's been doing a good job. What I will say on that list before we move on again to the games, the Avs. The Avs at six to one. Prop shop is showing seven to one at FanDuel, BetMGM, and Caesars plus six fifty at BetRivers plus five seventy five at PointsBet. The Avs entered last night with the second lowest shooting percentage at five and five in the NHL. The Sens had the lowest, then it was Colorado, then it's the Ducks. Last night I had him in the bet tracker on the puck line at plus one forty to win in sixty at minus one fifteen. I don't remember a time where I've seen the Avs at plus one forty five on home ice on the puck line in quite some time. They cruise past the Red Wings. Don't you feel like they're about to go on a run? can return last night. Evan Rodriguez has been great when he's healthy. McKinnon is back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Don't you feel like this team is going to start to go on a run? And I think that they could add something inside their top six. I feel like we're not going to be able to get seven to one for quite some time. If you're feeling the abs, I know back to back's tough, but they're going to be right there, guys. And once the puck lock starts to turn around, like this is yeah. an explosive team. They're not going to finish in the bottom two or three and five and five shooting percentage. I feel like once they go on a run, these numbers are going to, they, they'll be right there with Boston at like four to one, five to one when we get close to the closer to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, and everyone knows, I mean, that's been following me for the last four or five years is I'm a ma- massive Valerie Nikushkin guy. I was on this guy when he was dead, you know, he was playing for the Dallas stars and had zero goals and, People thought he was not a fit for the NHL and he should go back to Russia and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, he's back. He's a massive part of this team, which is the reason they let, you know, some big pieces from the team last year go because they thought that he could mm-hmm. fill the role. I think Lekkanen has been decent. Like you said, Rodriguez is, he's a really, really good player and has been for years. He played on some really bad Buffalo Sabres teams. Um you know, like it's hard to be the player that you are when you're not on a good team, a team that's poorly coached, a team that has, you know, not good players or surrounding players. And obviously Colorado is the opposite of that. I think the, the big thing is, is like, I haven't heard any news on Landis Cog and when the, he'll be back. That could be, yeah, that's bad. They, you know, they hold, he's the captain, you know, and I believe when it's him, Renton and McKinnon, you know, he's the, the straw that stirs that drink. You know, and without him, those guys are not as effective of players. He's an unbelievable player, and he's one of the best captains in the league. He does everything uh, for for the Colorado Avalanche, and when he, they get him back, it just makes them a way better team. Is that going to be one of the guys that they add, you know, right at the playoffs? So his, you know, it doesn't go against his cap hit, which allows them to, to spend money and go out and add a top six forward, and then the first round of the playoffs – all of a sudden, miraculously, Landis Cog is okay and back in the lineup as well. I mean, <laughs> I Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay laid the the, the foundation, and it, a bet on those kind of odds, you know, to win the cup. 
I'm not betting against Colorado. All they have to do is make it in. If they make it in and they add a top six guy and they get Landis Cog back, who beats Colorado? I don't know. <laughs> nobody. Maybe maybe right. nobody. Who like maybe nobody. It, it's gonna be tough, right? It's gonna be yep. tough. Landis Cog, you're you're right. I mean, he probably returns close or maybe come playoff time, there'll be a little bit of rust, but adding a guy like that to your squad, just like it worked out perfectly, as you mentioned, for the Lightning when Kucherov was on long-term IR all year, and they just played him. So I think they'll add, you mentioned Evan Rodriguez. This is the last little bit, and then we'll get into the games. His ownership is 25% in Yahoo leagues, jumped up 6% over the last 24 hours. He's been in my article for four straight weeks over at ftnfantasy.com. I write, I write a weekly uh, waiver wire article. There's only like eight weeks left in the fantasy hockey season. Talk four-game streams, attack the schedule, things like that. Evan Rodriguez has a nine-game point streak, guys. He's got left, right, and center eligibility in Yahoo leagues, and three of those nine games have been multi-point games, and he's been shooting seven shots, six, three, five, four, two in his last game. He picked up two helpers last night, one of them on the power play, and he is playing at the moment with um, Nate the Great McKinnon from Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia, and I've seen this as well as Adam checks in. They have been so unlucky too. Just watching their games, have hit so many posts of late. The puck luck's going to turn around, guys. Let's jump on the abs. I think puck line for them moving forward nonstop, and maybe a little sprinkle in the Stanley Cup odds. As for tonight, let's start in Montreal with the Winnipeg Jets and the Montreal Canadiens plus one seventy for the Habs on home ice. I've already made the bet last night. I put it in the bet tracker. Actually, I may have done it this morning. Maybe I lost a little bit of odds. I'm on the Jets in the puck line here at plus 120. Montreal hung around with the Islanders and the Rangers over the weekend. They beat the Rangers. They lost 2-1 to the Islanders. Um, but ultimately, this is just too much firepower for this Winnipeg Jets team. I don't even know if Hellebuck is confirmed uh, between the pipes. It's not going to matter for me. I'm going to like Winnipeg. Like the top six, we talked about um, Nikolai Ehlers. The Jets are atop the Central right now. They're eight and two in their last ten. They've won three straight games. They're plus thirty three on the goal differential mark. As for the Canadians, eighteen twenty three and three through forty four games. They only have thirty nine points. Three wins in their last ten. They're minus forty six in terms of goal differential, uh, which is the fourth worst mark in the league because we have the Blue Jackets at negative sixty, the Ducks at negative eighty two, and the Blackhawks. At negative 60. I got Pierre-Luc Dubois on the board. I like Pierre-Luc Dubois. I mean, there's a lot of different ways we can go here, but I really do like that top line. I'm going to do some bet 365, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Nikolai Ehlers for a point. That's been working out. On the other side, I'll do um, uh, Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler. But Pierre-Luc Dubois for a shot prop tonight. I'm interested in him with Ehlers and, you know, just Connor at three and a half. Pierre-Luc Dubois has had at least three shots in one, two, three, four, five, six straight games. Eight of his last seven. He's got uh, five goals over that span. He's minus 125 over at Bet Rivers for two and a half shots. DraftKings is a little bit more juice, minus 140. He's also plus 112 to have an assist. This is a fun little narrative stuff there. You know, he's coming home. There's been rumors he wants to go to Montreal, you know, wants to be a have and things like that. But he's playing really good hockey right now with those two stud wingers. And I think he's in a, I think he's going to have a night. I know you got some goal scorers over there, though. Yeah, I, I believe that as well. I got PLD to score and, of course, Connor to score. He hasn't been as efficient. Uh, you, you know, you said that earlier on in the show. Um, but he's still, I mean, every time he touches the puck, like you believe something's going to happen. Such a great, player such a good skater unbelievable shot pld and connor to score and then caulfield and doc on the montreal side montreal's in it tough you know, they're, they're going to be competitive down the road if they you know make the right choices look no goaltending the defense was kind of a cool story early on but i mean the reality is is none of these guys are are superstar players or or even great players um, I mean, the Jack guy has been a cool story. I think uh, Gooley, when he plays, has been pretty good. Harris has been decent. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they've got upgrades to make. Um, and I think I think uh, Winnipeg walks them tonight. People aren't talking about Winnipeg enough, man. They've been really good all year. Yeah, I mean, they're first in the Central. Yeah. Right? We, we gave, I think when the Avs struggled and they lost McKinnon for four to six weeks, we gave on this show the two picks. We gave Dallas to win the Central at three to one. And we have the Jets at nine to one to win the Central. Now it's tight. I mean, they're tied with 59 points, but they got a 12 point gap on a you know, 12 point lead on Colorado. As much as we like the Avs to go on a run, like 12 points is a, is a lot to make up when, when the Jets are playing as good as they are and the goaltending that they do have. 
Uh, Cole Caulfield's played 81 games under Martin St. Louis. Do you want to guess how many goals he has in 81 games under St. Louis? 40? 48. 48. That's If he scores tonight, that's 50 in 82 games. Is he a 50-goal scorer? Or is he like – I mean, he's hit one in 30-something with Ducharme. He's not that bad, obviously. No. But he's not a fifth. Is he a fifty goal scorer already? Like in his first full season in the NHL? I mean, last year I, I think so. His first when they were sent down, it's crazy. I think so. I mean, if he plays on a team that's even mediocre, you know, like the yeah. Montreal Canadiens are bad, right? They're Fair. they're not a good team. And if he plays, like, yes, he's playing with Suzuki, who's a really really good player. Like literally, like if you can design two players, you go into player creator on some video game. And you're like, I, I want to have, you know, a, a, an unbelievable center, an unbelievable winger. Those are the two players that you create and you make them play together. I mean, it's literally a match made in heaven. And and Marty St. Louis obviously is, has a lot to do with his success. We saw who, he, who the player he was with Ducharme. I mean, he wasn't playing on the top line. He's playing on the fourth line. He wasn't playing power play. And you're like, Cole Caulfield is the offensively is the best player of the Montreal Canadiens. How is this even possible? Well, now we're seeing him playing in the right place, playing the right amount of minutes, you know, and look what he's doing. You know, it's, he's, dude, I, I think he scores 50 this year. And I think he could score more than that. If he played on another team, he's just, he's just one of those guys, right? Like if, the, if the puck is on his stick, it can and likely will go in the net. That's yeah. There's only 20 I- guys like that in the whole league. For sure. He's got a, a hell of a release. I want to give a little bit of credit. I mean, obviously to St. Louis, um, you know, he's, a, he was a very similar player in terms of small and finding, you know, soft areas and had a nice release on a power play. And, and St. Louis definitely helped his game, but also a little bit of love to Suzuki finds him a lot on the power play. Suzuki's yep. a pass first guy and the chemistry is, is completely there with this team. Um, before we move on, what do you think his contract looks like? Because Matt Boldy just signed seven years, seven per and I feel like that's the floor for Caulfield. I think Boldy's oh, sure. a, a better defensive player. He may be he may be better well-rounded potentially, but goal scorers get paid in the NHL and they're hard to come by. And Boldy is not the same type of goal scorer. I think I like that contract. I know a lot of people are taking shots of that contract for Boldy, but I think he'll play into that nicely in a couple of years. He'll yep. be a really good player in the league. And then, you know, the seven the seven per will we'll see. In like two years, that's gonna look like a massive discount. I think so too. What's the deal with Caulfield? Cause Mike Johnson was talking nine. He could push nine. It could be a, a Suzuki thing where Bergevin was the one to sign Suzuki eight, basically eight for over eight. Maybe they say, listen, you guys are Suzuki Caulfield for life. You're both eight and eight deal with it. But also at the same time, I mean, if, if he does flirt with 50 this year and he has 50 over 82 with St. Louis, he may be asking for nine. What do you think is fair? And what do you just, what do you think he'll get? Because he needs a new contract in the summer. I mean, if he get, if he continues, to, if he scores fifty, it's going to be over eight, right? Like you said it perfectly. The hardest thing to do in the NHL is to score goals. And what's his number one skill? He scores goals. You know, like I said it. Like there's maybe twenty players, maybe twenty players that you could name that can score at will, like him, like. You, you have to pay for that because it, it's not common. It's very rare. It's the hardest thing to do. And he does it constantly. And when he's put in a position to do it constantly and asked to do it constantly, he's delivered. So, I mean, they're going to have to pay him. If he scores 50, it's going to be, it's going to be over eight. I think so too. All right. We're going to move on from this. Just to recap, bet three, six, five people out there. Ehlers, Pierre-Luc Dubois for a point plus one, plus one fifteen. Uh, we have Shifley and Wheeler for a point, plus 180. Uh, you, I like Pierre-Luc Dubois, and I like Cole Caulfield as well. The score, I like both of those shot props. PLD at 2.5, Cole at 3.5. Ehlers is plus money for an assist. I mean, be silly not to take it. The line may score two or three goals tonight. I think he can get involved with a Pierre-Luc Dubois goal and assist. Shots, Ehlers, assist. Uh, who, who did you have there on your list? You had um, Cole Connor, Caulfield, PLD, Pierre-Luc Caulfield, Dubois. and Doc. And Doc, yeah, Doc's been really good as well. I think he can do like a, if he wanted to, you can go like a Kirby, Doc, Cole, and Suzuki point. That place uh, pays uh, plus 230, but I like the Jets guys. 
Um, ooh, and, and Adam's breaking news for us, and I did not see that coming. We'll wait. We'll save it. He put. I just we'll saw it. In- I, he put it up before I could say it. So. Let's get into it then. Oilers and Kraken, and a surprise return tonight. Evander Kane, my goodness. I didn't know if this guy would ever play hockey again when I saw that injury, man. The skate to the wrist, it looked like Patrick Maroon's skate. Oh, my goodness, that was gross to see. But what a boost tonight to get back in the lineup. Uh, check your fantasy hockey leagues across the board. I'm sure this guy was displaced on IR, and you can't get him anywhere. Uh, ownership is 88% in Yahoo leagues. He um, He's in. Thank you for the news. Wow, my goodness. Oilers minus 155 on home ice. The Seattle Kraken checking in at plus 145. Last night they played against Tampa. Man, what, what's going on? They went on a seven-game road trip to return home, play the free-time Eastern Conference champs in the Lightning, get spanked on home ice, and they got to go back on the road here and play uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Six and a half was minus 130 I saw last night, and now this morning I see minus 120. I am in on the over. The Seattle Kraken are inside the top three in goals per game. The Oilers also inside the top five. Number one power play, right? Some questionable net mining, I think, on both sides. Uh, but the Kraken, number one in the NHL in goals per 60 at five and five. And these two teams have played recently, and we've seen some goals, right? We saw a 7-2 win in Seattle from the Oilers, and we saw a 5-2 win from Seattle against the Oilers. So both games and just recently the seven, two win in Seattle was uh, December 30th. And then on January 3rd, the Oilers at home lost five, two. So nine goals and seven goals, action, action, action. We want action. Let us uh, know who you like over there. Goal scorers. Yeah. Seattle side. I got bear Kosky at plus 200 and uh, Jared McCann at plus 160. He's been real hot scoring. Wow. Yeah, dude, he's been really good for them. It's crazy. Like, one man's garbage is another man's treasure, or whatever the saying is. I butchered that. But, I mean, couldn't stick on any team, and he's been unreal for Seattle. And now he's really starting to score, really starting to heat up. Then Edmonton, I got McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. What's the deal? Um, I mean, the Leafs should have kept McCann, right? Did they pick up McCann yes. just so they can lose him? And uh, they wanted to keep Kerfoot? My goodness. McCann is McCann's such a better player than Kerfoot. I never – 27 yeah. goals last year in his first season with Seattle. He shot 13%. He did that through 74 games. He had a career-high 27 goals and 50 points. This year, he's got 22 goals and 30 points through 40. He's not having the same type of assist season, but 22 through 40 – is pretty spectacular. He's shooting 28%, which is the highest mark in the NHL. Maybe that's uh, not sustainable, but as of now, he is cooking. He is rolling. I find it hard not to roll with McDavid's shot prop just because of... After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, he's just taken it to another level, which is crazy to even talk about with the yep. shots. Like, I, I sometimes I'm just like, ah, you know, I can't do McDavid. He's always wanted to, he always wants to pass, but... The last game he had eight. He's his last shots, his last few games, eight, five, eight, four, and four. He had six against Seattle on January 3rd. Another game against Seattle that December 30th when he only had three, but that game was just completely out of hand in the first few minutes of it. I think the Oilers went up four nothing in the first 10 minutes. He had five points in that game. McDavid is checking in at three and a half shots at minus 114. I'll probably shy away from Kane just his first game. I don't see him on the board. 
Uh, but I, I mean, the wrist injury, I don't know if he's going to be shooting quite a bit, but you know, Vander Kane is definitely a player that we're going to get back involved with here pretty soon. How about, uh, for me, I want to go back to Matty Berners is minus 130 for a point. I don't understand what's going on. Usually you can't get guys, you know, minus 130 for a point playing on the first line, playing on the first power play. Uh, but Matty Berners has been really good to us. Berners, Eberle, Burakowski, same game parlay for all these guys to have a point. Nice. That is paying four to one plus 400. Why? I don't know why. Against the Habs, they're a plus 275. Against the Oilers, they're plus 400. <laughs> it should be flipped. should be the other way around. Uh, what do we got here from Adam? First game of a long road trip are just tough. Really like the over here as well. Vince Dunn and Daniel Sprong are two of my favorite point targets tonight. Uh, I do like uh, Vince Dunn as well for a point. Uh, yeah, he has been pretty good. He's minus 120 for a point. All these Kraken. We've been saying it for a couple weeks now. There's value across the board with with the Kraken. There's value to take them on the money line to win. There's value with all these guys for points. Uh, there's value for shots as well. Goal scorers. Mm-hmm. The Kraken are good, guys. They're here to stay. They really are. They play really good 5-5 five and five hockey. Uh, they're hanging around. I mean, they may end up winning the Pacific. Um, they may end up winning, uh, no, sorry, the Central. Oh, no, the Pacific, yeah. I was on the Jets. They end, they they're only two points back of Vegas with two games in hand. Like this is very much up for grabs. This this division. Who do you like to win the game? I, I think the Kraken win this. Um, I just believe in them more. I don't believe in Edmonton at all, um, which is sad, right? Like I mean, you got McDavid, you got Drysdale, two of the top five players in the league playing on one team, and you're just unsure night to night if they're going to win or not. Um, I think Kane coming back, I don't expect much out of him tonight, but I think that is going to be a huge boost for them, especially on with five-on-five five scoring. Um, I don't, Like I said, I don't expect much tonight, but that's a big boost for Edmonton when they need it the most. I'm going to join you on uh, the Kraken, but I like the over. Like That's my favorite play from this game. As I mentioned, it was over the last couple, so over six and a half. Yeah, Jeffrey, uh, Jeff Boudreaux in here. We appreciate this Kane third line. Uh, according to fantasy uh, labs. Yeah. Also on daily face off, they have them on the third line. I can't, ex- I don't expect that to last too long. It looks like they're going to oh. load up tonight with dry settle McDavid and Hyman. When Hyman plays on that top line, when he plays with McDavid, he gets his shot props. It's really that simple. Uh, and he's plus one Oh four for an assist, which I always take. I always take it. It's been one of my favorite bets this year. Hyman plus money for an assist playing with those studs and Adam checks in also Hyman there. There it is. We're, we, we seem to be on the same page here. Also Hyman probably back with dry and at home plus money. Yeah. Like that could, the game could start dry. So McDavid at Hyman, but it could easily change pretty quickly. And I would expect if it's not tonight, it's the next game of Andrew Kane will be alongside uh, Connor McDavid. Cause that's a duo that's just worked out uh, pretty well um, since the addition last year. Toronto and Florida in here next. Maple Leafs at minus 165. The Panthers at plus 150. Uh, the Florida Panthers, inconsistent, man. Can't really get a, a good feel on Florida. Sam Bennett looks like he's starting to play a little bit better. I usually like Sam Bennett more so at home than on the road. He gets more ice time. He gets softer matchups. Uh, he's a better point-per-game guy um, on the road. But he has been – at home, rather. He has been shooting. But this is a tough spot against the Leafs. I don't like to take shot props against the Leafs. But what I will say is that he's got 18 shots in his last four games, and he's cleared two and a half in four straight. So maybe he's starting to cook with Kachuk and Verhage on that second line. For me, goal scorers, right on the board, William Nylander. I like William Nylander, and I like um, – I'm going to go to Bennett, actually. Um, I'm going to go to Bennett for a goal, but it's not my favorite play on the board. What do you like from this game? Yeah, I got uh, Matthews and Marner on the on the Maple Leaf side. Um, and on the Florida side, like I said, it's just been so inconsistent, but Kachuk has been super consistent for them. Great signing for them. Uh, they're a hard team to figure out a team that we've liked before in the past, but they're just, you know, they're just so up and down. I like, uh, him and, uh, Reinhardt, uh, Reinhardt's playing, uh, really good hockey and, um, playing on the top power play with some really good players. So he's plus two Oh five. Yeah, Sam Reinhardt. I like Sam Reinhardt for an assist. I think the Leafs win this game. Uh, decent odds for them. Usually at home, they're they're kind of juice, but decent odds. 
kind of have a lean to the over. I think the Leafs could score three or four here, and Florida can do their part as well. So it could be a fun fantasy environment game. And this one for Troy, a battle of EY and Troy. Nashville versus the Columbus Blue Jackets here tonight. The Preds minus 200 plus 185 for the Blue Jackets. Both of these teams allowing a lot of rubber, as we talked about earlier, both inside the top five and shot attempts allowed of five and five per 60, according to natural stat trick over the last six weeks of the season. Uh, I like Patrick Line, you know, kind of put these guys on the board, uh, you know, when I liked them. Patrick Laine, nine shots in his last two games, had a hat trick against the the Red Wings. He's playing a lot. He's getting a lot of ice time. Uh, he's got six points in his last four games here tonight. I would imagine we get uh, backup goaltender for the Predators tonight. What you got over there, dude? Carson was taken off the top line, and yeah. he still ended up finding a goal. I don't know. Why can't they just keep it? Why can't they just keep one line together? What is going on, man? I can't keep track. Yeah, of I don't. Do with the first line. Clasping at straws a little bit. Like I'll say this: the uh, they put Cody Glass up, and he's a player that I've always believed that can be better than what we've seen. Cody Glass, Duchesne, and Forsberg were really good as a line last night. Really, really good. Um, Parson, I think it's young. He's young, but I mean, yeah, I'm not there every day. I don't, you know, I don't pretend to be the best X's and O's guys, but. He looks like a complete player to me, young or not. I mean, he's still playing on the top power play. Um, so I like him to score tonight and and Forsberg. Uh, and on the Columbus Blue Jackets side, Line is shooting the lights out. So I like him. And and Boone Jenner uh, is back, and he's centering uh, centering the, the second line and the top power play, and he's at plus 200. So that would be a bet that I'm really into. it. I think it will be Kevin Lankinen tonight. Um who's been really good for the Predators. He's been very good in, in the limited work. I mean, they want Saros to play every game. Back-to-backs is – he probably could if he if they wanted to, but they want to rest him. They You know, they went into the playoffs, uh, got in because of him, and then he got hurt in the last game of the year, and then they got bowled over by the Colorado Avalanche. There's no shame in that, but, I, I mean – Nashville needs this game. The Blue Jackets do not. Nashville wins tonight, and I think they win handedly. Oh, yeah? Okay. Um, I, I do, I'm going to take a shot on Line here for four shots at plus 132. Just because the second half of a back-to-back, the way that the Preds are giving up so many shots, the fact that Line yep. is actually feeling it a little bit. Nine shots in his last two. Had the hat trick, as I mentioned. He had a game against Washington where he had nine shots on goal. Crazy. Uh, so, plus 132. And I like the call, right, to find the back of the net, plus 200 over at FanDuel. There's some sneaky forwards here, though, like Jack Roslovic is sneaky tonight, maybe for a point, centering that top line, plus 350 yep. for a goal. Uh, he's minus 122 for a point, maybe for an apple. Like, he's plus 138. Is he shooting? I haven't really noticed him shooting the puck. He's one and a half shots. Like One and a half shots. On. Uh, especially when you play with a guy like... Johnny Goudreau, uh, you may just get set up for a couple of shots. What do we got here? Eh, he's not really shooting one, two. It's not, eh, can't do it. But I don't mind like maybe taking a shot at an assist, like plus 138 for an apple tonight. He's got four assists over his last four games. And then you mentioned Cody Glass. I mean, why not get involved with Cody Glass? I mean, we've got the Blue Jackets here. Cody Glass is um, plus 480 for a goal tonight. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? He's played on the second power play. Uh, They don't play a ton. That's um, not good. Yeah. Which is questionable. Like, I mean, look, Tommy Novak is playing on the top power play. He's a really good player. I've talked about him a bunch on here. But if Glass is going to center the top line, you know, you're trusting Glass to play with your best offensive players. How is he not on the top power play? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And they shuffle him tonight. He very well could. So. Sam Benete, again, he's actually better on the road this year than at home. Been weird to see him knowing we were home and road splits. Yeah, I mean, since he's been a member of the Panthers, he's been more like much better at home, but he's having a weird year. Uh, I don't mind the shots, and I'm taking a shot on the goal. Uh, play D-Man against Columbus. Yossi Day. Uh, just, just picking on Troy. Troy's like, oh, my goodness. What is Troy saying here? Boone Jenner is going to set an example today and drag them into the fire. Boone, minus two and a half. I do like Boone Jenner as well. Right? Preds give up some shots. They really do. 
Uh, just don't put Granlin with Phillip and Duchesne. Granlin's the problem. I kind of agree with that as well. Jason Prince, what's going on? Meanie and the Madman, top of the morning, best hockey show in the business. We do appreciate you uh, hanging out. I got Forsberg, Yossi, you know, probably got to put him into a parlay or a same game parlay because they're both juiced to single. But Lina here, plus 132, and I think Boone Jenner, absolutely uh, in play. Anything from the Anaheim and uh, Philadelphia game? We have the the Flyers at home minus 195 and then Anaheim checking in at plus 170. Konechny didn't hit last night. Ducks are leaky second half of a back-to-back. I mean, it could be an opportunity to find some value here with the Flyers. You got any goal scores over there? Yeah, I got Terry and Segris on the Anaheim side and uh, Carter Hart, I think, is injured. So it could be Easton or whatever his name is. So Anaheim players could, could pile up some stats here tonight. Philadelphia is a very bad team as well. Uh, and on the Philadelphia side, Konechny, he's been really good all year, um, having a career year, and it's really cool to see on, on a pretty pretty bad Philadelphia Flyers team. Uh, and Scott Lawton has been very good, especially lately. He's shooting the puck. He's hitting a guy that touches a bunch of categories and sees along. Like he, he could be available because he's not like a big a big name or something, you know, somebody that other people outside of Philadelphia are talking about. Scott Lawton's been really good for Philadelphia. And Word is if they were going to have a captain, um, John Tortorella would probably be Scott Lawton. Oh, wow. Scotty Lawton, captain. Okay. I like him for a point, minus 134. In fact, he is actually a top 10 fantasy hockey player this season in leagues with um, face-off, shorthanded points, and blocks. (laughs) Believe it or not, he just touches all categories. I mean, if you go look at the back of his hockey card, he's got points in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of his last 10 games. He's shooting, he's winning face-offs, he's hitting, he's got blocks. He's got three power play points over his last two games. He's got three shorthanded points over the last three weeks. He just plays in all situations. I like Scott Lawton a lot tonight. I think he finds the back of the net, but I like his point at minus 134. He's plus 132 for an assist, and he is plus 290 for a goal tonight. Uh, Moving along, Buffalo and Chicago, six and a half. Minus 160 for the Sabres, plus 146 for the Chicago Blackhawks. Like goals, like offensive firepower in this game, even though the Blackhawks don't have a ton. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres are are kind of, I don't want to say that they're coming back down to earth, but they kind of are, right? Like they're they're losing some games that they I feel like they probably should have won. They've lost four, they lost five. You know, they they lost four nothing to to Philly. They lost to Seattle, the Jets, and the Panthers. They did have a win in there against your Preds. But uh, this is a team that, you know, the goals have kind of dried up just a little bit. They've only scored more than um, two goals in three of their last five games, which is not bad, but two of their last five games, rather. But I think, you know, a matchup against the Blackhawks, maybe a, a, a breakout from Tage Thompson. Tuck's always my guy. Tuck two and a half, Tuck score. I'm doing it all the time. Doing it again tonight. Yeah, I mean, uh, Chicago could be uh, the the calming salve that Buffalo needs. They're they're brutal, man. Uh, Tage Thompson and Dylan Cousins, he's played really well and uh, centering the second line and centering the top power play for Buffalo. So I, I like him. He's plus 220. On the Chicago side, Max Domi having a career year at plus 260. And Ty Radish has been pretty good the last week or so. Um, he's playing in, in the top six and playing the wing on the top power play. And he's at plus 275. Yeah, Cousins is a good one tonight to take as a goal scorer, right? Just take some secondary guys still playing on that top mm-hmm. power play. has been really, really good this season. And just with the Blackhawks giving up so much that we could see, we could see a breakout game here from the crew. Uh, Tuck and Jeff Skinner, bet 365. I don't know why we... We get it, but we don't complain. Talking Skinner for a point that is plus one twenty-five, and um, Tage Thompson's at Tage Thompson's at one and a half points, so we yeah. won't go down that road. Doc is freaking out. We only got a couple more games to talk about here. Cammy named him after Mike Michael Camilleri years ago. I wish I named it after Scott Gomez because Michael Camilleri was traded the minute I named that dog Cammy. I wouldn't mind Scott Gomez being flipped immediately after I made uh, after the Habs acquired him years ago. Uh, we only have a couple minutes left on Game Plus. We actually um, ran through all of it here, besides one game, Minnesota and well, we didn't do Detroit and Arizona. We can do Minnesota and Washington to round out, and then we'll call our goal scorers. You'll have to hop on over 
uh, to our FTN Network YouTube page. So Minnesota and Washington here. The new contract from Matt Boldy, seven years per seven. You take it away. I'm going to grab my dog, make sure he's not freaking out. We got the caps on the board too. Touch on Backstrom because he's a big name player that doesn't score a lot of goals. He's a great real life player. A lot of people have picked him up and I've told people to pick him up, but I would consider selling high. I, I am all about having shooters and goal scorers in fantasy hockey. Backstrom's not one of those guys. Pass first guy, assists. If you're in a rotisserie league and you need an assist, like good for you. That he'll help you out there. But I would consider flipping him when he went on a run. If he goes on a run, uh, it could start tonight. What do you got? Yeah, it could start tonight. I mean, he's been a great player for Washington for a long time. Uh, of course, uh, you give me plus odds for Ovi to score. I'm going to have Ovi to be a goal scorer there. And, and I've also got, we're in lockstep, I got Backstrom. And I know that he doesn't score a ton. Um, but I feel like just because of where he's playing, uh, playing on the second or the second line and then playing on the top power play. And the biggest reason I got him to score is because he's plus 380. Uh, I mean, it's Nicholas Backstrom. He can definitely score a goal here. The Minnesota side, Kaprizov, they're giving you a plus odds. I like that too. Uh, plus 125. And Matt Boldy uh, just got paid. Um, he'll be looking to uh, prove that he's worth it. He's a great player, really good shot, uh, playing on the top power play as well. And the second line, he's at plus 240. That'd be a big bet of mine of the day. I like the Boldy call too. I got him to score minus uh, 140 for two and a half shots. It's a little, it's a touch juiced for a single bet, but I do like it. I have to stay away from Ovechkin for the shots, but I do like him to score, right? I like the call. Um, four and a half shots is just, it's, it's a little too, it's a little too much in the second half of a back to back and against a stingy wild team at five and five. So I have to shy away from that one. Uh, the final game is Detroit, Arizona, but we're going to say goodbye to Game Plus Network uh, right now. Hop on over to our FTN, FTN Network YouTube page, iTunes and Spotify. Eric's going to call some goals. We're going to recap some of our favorite plays, some shots, and some sides as well. Um, we appreciate you guys. Good luck on the ice, and we'll talk to you on Thursday. Cheers. Okay, let's wrap up. Detroit and Arizona. You know who's really played some good hockey lately? Lucas Raymond. Yep. Lucas Raymond's looking pretty good lately. Uh, I don't think he did anything yesterday. I had him for a point. He kind of burned me. Uh, but I think he'll I think he'll get I think he'll score tonight. That's my favorite play from the game. Barrett Hayton and Lucas Raymond. What you think? Plays of the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh the, the the coaching staff should be rewarded for what they did with Raymond. They he was, you know, slot I mean, he was, you know, highly highly drafted. A player that everyone thought was going to be very good started, you know, on Larkin's wing on the top line, wasn't getting it done. They moved him down, uh, took away some of his power play time and took away some of his ice time. And it seemed to have woke him up because he's been really good since being placed back on that top line. Um, I don't have him to score tonight because I like Larkin and I like Bertuzzi uh, to score. And then on the Arizona kind side, you got Hayton and I've got my two guys Keller and Kraus. I can't I can't quit Kraus, man. He's man, such a good player. You love Kraus, eh? I love I'm him. I'm you don't have a Kraus jersey. Like, what's the deal? Are you going to order one of those old Zona jerseys and get Kraus in the I mean, I think one Arizona jersey is enough for any one man. I don't know. Maybe that third one, That, that I mean, that the reverse retro is pretty slick. Maybe I get a Lawson Kraus only for him to get traded to, away yeah. before the deadline. Maybe I get traded to your Preds. Oh, I'd love that. Uh, Lucas Raymond, since December 28th, one, two, three, four, five goals, five, 11, 12 points. Not shooting a ton, which is interesting. He doesn't have any games with over two shots over this span, but yet he's finding the back of the net. Listen, yeah. if, if Bertuzzi and Larkin get goals, Raymond's getting an assist at least. Mm-hmm. He's plus 180 for an apple. He's minus 112 for a point. Uh, so I like that top line as well. And um, Adam checks in with a little Barrett Hateman against the worst power play unit in over the last two weeks, Jacob Chikrin as well. Waiting for Chikrin to get dealt. I feel like he's going to get traded at the deadline. I think if you're Arizona, you just got to stay true to what you've been doing, right? Ship off all your good players and stock up on picks and, and try to rebuild here. I mean, you got to keep some players. I get it. Like Clayton Keller is a guy that you want to keep. Um, I mean, Chikrin's a really good player, but if I'm the front office, I'm, I'm, making the move and I'm getting some nice pieces in return. Barry Hayton is plus 235 for an assist. He's plus 124 for a point. 
and he's plus 360 for a goal. He had a highlight reel one the other night. Die Hard MMA podcast is not hanging out with us live, but he did tweet me and said, my goodness, Barrett Hayton, what a goal. He had goals in three straight games. The thing with him, like it's the ice time is still there. 28-28 in his last, 20-28 in his last game, uh, 18, 17, 20 minutes. So he's playing quite a bit. He's got at least three shots in three of his last four games. Mentioned the goals, three goals over his last five games and, you know, some helpers as well. A couple two assist games, you know, to wrap up the end of December and get into early part of uh, January. And oof, oof. <clears throat> tell me that's the missing piece in Toronto. Morgan Riley's been really quiet. Did you see anything different in his game since his return? Uh, I, like, get any points? I just like not even. I, I want to hold him. Hammering him. Hold him by low, he's, but... he's still a great look. I mean, he's not. He's not a superstar player. He's he's a very solid player that's going to contribute but he's been more offensively. productive offensively than this though like yeah this is a cold spell well i think part of it is i mean he hasn't been playing on the power play yeah so they've been doing the five forwards and that's been for several weeks now so like yeah uh, you know when you don't, when you don't play with nylander matthews Tavares, uh marner All the you know, they have yeah yeah I mean, when you're not playing with those guys on the power play and the main advantage, your your, your points are going to go down. I mean, it's a, it's an absolute given. He wasn't a crazy five on five points producer as it is. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's he's responsible. Um, he's a very very good all round player. I think he you know is, is being paid a bunch because he was their number one defenseman and they had to pay him to keep him around, and that's what they did. Um, I don't think there's, you know, I think he's he's a very good player. If he wasn't on this team, people would miss him. He gets hammered all the time, but I still like him as a player. I still like him as a player too. I just somebody had asked me what they do with Morgan Riley, and then I was looking. I'm like, wow, yeah, really? Morgan Riley is. I mean, he's got zero goals in the season, 19, nineteen assists. He's got three points here, and though how many games has he been back in the lineup? Nine, nine games. He's got three points. He's playing a lot. He's not shooting. Uh, back-to-back games without a shot. I mean, doesn't hit, block a couple of shots. I think he's a, a good defenseman as well. But if they got Chikrin, they may switch things up a little bit. I don't know if you roll out five forwards when you got like got a guy like Chikrin. I understand they're yeah. loaded offensively, but he could add a lot to that power play. And special teams is the difference in the playoffs, man. You, if, when you get power plays, you got to score. They're they're few and far between. You're not going to get yep. seven eight power plays per game in in the playoffs. But when you get a couple, you got to take advantage of those. Um, so I would. It would be a good get. It would be a really good get, and it would be an expensive um, price, I think, to get Chikrin. Jacob Chikrin night tonight. Uh, also, a little shout-out here from Adam. Yule Eriksson Eck will be on the ice tonight versus Ovi, and they're not good defensively. Yeah, that's the they're, <laughs> the Ovi line is not good defensively. Troy, where are the Hammerhead Union guys? What is happening? Yeah, no Hammerhead Union guys here tonight. Um, <laughs> Seth, sneaky Seth Jones fully back from injury, and his home numbers are pretty good. And uh, Scott Lott and Kevin Hayes line could feast tonight. I do like where your head's at. We are in on Scott Lawton, uh tonight. Yep. Also be a good fit in Pittsburgh. Chicken. Yeah, it would. I I don't know if that's – I think they're fine with Latang. I and Petrie is the two on the second power play, but I mean, sure, it would be a good get, no doubt. All right, EY, um, I'll go through the teams here first, and then you list off your goal scores. So, like the Winnipeg Jets on the puck line, plus one twenty over at uh, DK. I'm gonna stay away from the Anaheim and Philadelphia game. I mean, I I, I would lean Flyers, but minus one minus one ninety five for the Flyers. I'm not interested. Uh, the Jets are the Leafs and the Panthers are like over six and a half. Uh, the Minnesota Wild and the Winnipeg are the oh my goodness, what's going on? The Minnesota Wild and the Washington Capitals are like the under in this game. Uh, Washington's been playing with some unders, Minnesota as well. That's at six. I like the under. I see a three-two game. I got to lean actually to uh, Washington on home ice. Uh, your Preds, I, I I think that they win too. You like them handedly, so I mean puck line or not, I. I I think it could be a little bit closer. I'll probably avoid that game on the puck line, to be honest with you. I like the Sabres uh, on the road. Minus 167 is a little steep. I like the Detroit Red Wings as well. They got spanked last night, but I do like Detroit to bounce back. Minus 127. I like the over between Seattle and Edmonton. So my favorite plays would be Jets, puck line, Edmonton and Seattle over. And I like um, Florida and Toronto over. And if there's another side, I'll give it to you guys. 
Uh, I'll lean with Buffalo here against Chicago. Put Buffalo and maybe uh, Nashville into a parlay, and I think you'll you'll get some decent odds there as well. Adam says his favorite bet is Philadelphia and Anaheim over six. The Flyers been getting some good goaltending lately. Can the Ducks do their part? They did last night. They scored a couple goals last night. I think they could. Yeah. What do you got over there? Goal scores. All right. Connor, PLD, Caulfield, Doc, Terry, Zegris, Konechny, Lawton, Kaprizov, Boldy, Ovi, Backstrom, Matthews, Marner, Kachuk, Reinhardt, Line, Jenner, Forsberg, Parisen, Tage, Cousins, Domi, Radish, Larkin, Bertuzzi, Keller, Kraus, Barakovsky, McCann, McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. The eight-way maniac parlay. Here we go. Goes as followed. Ovi, Kaprizov, Matthews, Konechny, Connor, Caulfield, Terry, Kachuk. Oh, baby. Matthew. Yeah, sons are not in action. I like it. I always like it. Eight leg, always like it. Yeah, Adam, you bring up a good point. Like, good future fit, right? Latang's a little bit older. He's been hurt. He's gone through some health issues as well. At some point, the Pens are going to have to. It could get really ugly for the Penguins in a couple years, right? With Crosby and Melkin and these guys like Carter, the core, Latang. Like, they're all a little bit older. The band's back together for another run. So it could get ugly. But, you know, Latang only has a couple years left, probably. And then Chickern could maybe you know, be the kind of the turnover, the new face on, on defense for goal scorers. For me, I like Pierre-Luc Dubois. I also like Nikolai Ehlers and Cole Caulfield uh, on the Philadelphia side. I like Scott Lawton. I'm going to stick to Scott Lawton. Troy Terry has been really quiet, but man, at some point this guy's going to break out. I like the call there on the Toronto side of things, William Nylander and Sam Bennett. Uh, I'm going to stay away from Washington and Minnesota because I like the under, but I won't fight you on Alex Ovechkin. Uh, I do like Matt Boldy's shots. Uh, usually with these shot prop guys that I attack, I you know I, I like them to shoot a lot, so they're pretty decent opportunities to take them for goals as well. Uh, Columbus and Nashville, like Patrick Laine, and I like Philip Forsberg. I think the sneaky play inside that those two games may be Glass and Jake, um, Jack Rosselbeck. I mean, two centers that uh, they're cheap in DFS, they're getting an opportunity, uh, maybe not so much for Glass on the first power play, but these guys are playing, you know, heavy minutes at five and five and they're stranded around good players on their line. Alex Tuck again. I think this is a breakout for Tage Thompson. I say breakout, but he's been kind of quiet. Like shot props haven't yeah. really been hitting. So I, I feel like, you know, a matchup against the Blackhawks, we could see that top line go off. And I like the call by Dylan for me from Dylan cousins, maybe, maybe sneaky tonight, but Alex Tuck for me uh, for the three shots and the goal Tage Thompson for a couple points. Uh, Detroit. I like Lucas Raymond tonight. We like that top line. So maybe consider them, you know, bet three, six, five for, for same game parlay points or a Lucas Raymond assist. I think I saw that like plus plus one eighty or something silly like that against the coyotes and Barrett Hayton on the other side, going to stay away from Evander Kane tonight, but I like the boost. Wouldn't be shocked if, you know, halfway through this game, he's back to playing with Connor McDavid. Uh, but I like Zach Hyman for an assist. I like, um, Connor McDavid for the three and a half shots. I like Matty Berniers for a point. I like uh, Dunn for a point. And I'm for my goal scorers for this game. I know McDavid, I'm not breaking any news, but I think McDavid scores a goal tonight. And I also think Leon Drysettle scores a goal tonight. I'm going to go with Matty Berniers, like the McCann call. Uh, what else do I have written down here on this sheet? Shots Pierre Luc Dubois, uh, Cole Caulfield, McDavid, Forsberg, Yossi, kind of juice, but maybe into some sort of parlay. I'm going to take a shot on Liney at plus 132 for four shots tonight. Boone Jenner, I think, is also in play. Alex Tuck, Matt Boldy, Sam Bennett. Um, and that's that's really where I'm at. I mean, I think Larkin could be okay as well as uh, Jacob Chikrin. I think Tony D'Angelo as well could be okay for the Flyers. Against the Ducks, it just allows so much. I feel like Konechny probably bounces back with three or four shots. And maybe, you know, Scott Lawton gets in there as well. For Bet365 stuff, Ehlers and Pierre-Luc Dubois, plus 115 for a point. Um, I got Shifley and Wheeler, uh, plus 180. I got the Seattle top line, Burakoski, Benners, and Beniers, and um, Eberle, 4-1. to one. I got Tuck and Skinner at plus 195 as well. And I think, you know, Forsberg and Yossi maybe in there. Uh, and maybe we could do like a, a line A and Goudreau. I think we'll see some goals in that game. All right, I think that's it. I got on my list here, like, lot and point. Ehlers assist, Hyman assist, Forsberg assist. I got a lot. Yeah, you know, we, we always do. Here we are. 
One hour. It's only eight games. <laughs> one hour. <laughs> I, you know, I don't feel it. I feel just, like if we didn't just, like bring in the chat, we would just stop saying we we're going to do out. this in 47 minutes. Just stop saying it. I have to bring up the chat. I got to bring over up the under I like the comments is oh, definitely the over. I'll tell you what, we probably won't go under an hour on Thursday because I think there are 13 games. We're going to say oh. goodbye to Nat for now at the Eric Young at Chris Meany. And um, I'll get the uh, show intro, the show outro ready to go. Good luck on the ice. Hit us up. Any questions? FTNbets.com slash free. Three-day trials over there. FTNdaily.com slash free. Three-day trials over there as well. Good luck on the ice. We'll talk to you guys soon. Cheers. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.